Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real-life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello, hello, hello. It is February 22nd, and this is another episode of BYOK Two Cents Live. If you are on TikTok, <laughs> you can watch the, the visual by hitting my link. Um, in my profile, I am also streaming from www.fluentradio.com, so you can go there and you can check me out, or if you're here just on YouTube or if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. It's right there and the thumbs up. If you are on Facebook and you are not following me, what are you waiting for? Just hit the button. Just hit the button, right? <laughs> so anyway, um, how has everyone's day been? I feel like it has been raining um ducks and chickens all day. I mean just raining just rain 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 I think this spring is coming up if I'm not mistaken so um usually when it rains I'm really relaxed I'm ready to like take naps but I had to like adult and work and stuff like that so I'm just happy to have made it <laughs> made it uh this far and still be up at this time with you guys yes so um i'm super excited to get this show started the topic is all about like um like envisioning the higher version of yourself but of course before we get into the topic we got to get into other things but come on let's get it popping <music> Just like I like to start my day, I like to start the show with something positive or at least funny. So this is when we get into our sunshine uh, segment. I love that song. I can hear that all day, all day. So congratulations to the brat. I'm sure um, you have seen this already. It's everywhere. Her and her wife are expecting they didn't really say the gender did they but she is for let here's the main idea she's 48 years old 48 years old and she is pregnant so for ladies out there that think that it's just not it's not going to happen hold on hold tight to the faith i'm one of those women i'm 39 about to be 40 and i'm like okay i still got time i at least have eight more years if i'm hinging upon the bread and i just want to congratulate her and her wife judy she said that she thought it wasn't in the cards and i'm pretty sure she didn't you know and i just want to i just want to congratulate them because i know that it wasn't easy they're just so photogenic. I love their pictures. I just love them. So the bread just looks so happy. She just looks so light, so in love. And that's what I'm all about. So congratulations to them too. And like I said, if you are still, you know, wanting to be a parent, it's not over. It's not over. It's not over until God says it's over. So I thought that that was just encouraging on so many levels. Now, this is funny. Um, the reason why I thought this was funny is because I feel like this is my life when I'm doing something. <laughs> Sorry, mom, if you're watching. But <laughs> when you're doing something and you try to tell like your parent or your aunt or anybody that you're trying to get off the phone and then they just keep <laughs> keep going on with the conversation. So I thought this was funny. So let me refresh it. 
Hey, mama, I'm at work right now. Can you? Well, look here. I was thinking if y'all was going to come over here this weekend, I could do some collard greens, some hot water cornbread, maybe some baked pork chops. Okay, well. But if y'all not coming, I'd probably just make a pot of spaghetti for me and honey. <laughs> well, we probably will come over, mama, but I got to get back to work. You're not even going to believe what I'm watching. What you watching, mama? Robocop. One they done in the 80s. Oh, okay, well. Did you hear about Paul and May Lee? No, ma'am, I didn't, but if you let me call you back on my lunch. Got they house evicted from them. Evicted from them? Yes, got they house taken from them. That's terrible. But, Mama, I got to get back to work, and I'll give you a call. Is your cousin pregnant? Because every time I see her, she just I gets bigger get and bigger and bigger. Mama, who are you talking Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, this is Vicky beeping through. Let me call you back later. Mama love you. Bye. Hello, Vicky. Hey, did you hear about Paul and May Lee? Got their house evicted from them. Baby, is you busy? Hey, Mama, I'm at work right now. <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. Hilarious because when you're trying to get off the phone and people just keep making more conversation. Like, well, did you hear? This can wait for when I get off work. Like, I thought that was so hilarious because that happens to me. And I've never been good with, like, getting off the phone. So I will sit on the phone for hours just to not be, like, impolite or whatever. But, but yeah, it, it can, it can, it can, you know, get to you every once in a while. So I thought those two were funny. And before we get into a um our other segment, our next segment, let's do a little bit of ads. Hey y'all, it's your girl Miss Michi checking in with my girl Renita from Be Your Own Kind. You know that's my sis. Make sure that you tune in every Thursday to the Blueprint Live at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time live on Facebook and YouTube and then you can catch me on Florent Radio Philly Jams 95.3 Indie 101.5 and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm a Available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay, and your radio shows. So get on it, okay? Let's do this. I love to connect with you and promote what you got going on. Let's get it. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Blueprint Live, visit the bpmediacode.com today. Okay, okay, okay. Make sure that you um check out Miss Michi. She is also a partner with Fluent Radio. She also, um, if you go to her shop, she sells like the lavish sunglasses and accessories. You go to www.missmichi.com backslash shop. If you use the code BYOK, you will get 15% off your order. Yes, you will. And I forgot one more thing for the sunshine segment. So let's get into it. I thought that this was really, this, this, this made a lot of sense. So courtesy of Ariel Carr, on Instagram, she says, why I reject the 5 a.m. entrepreneur lifestyle and other annoying advice. And so, first of all, it's it's been said that all millionaires wake up at the crack of dawn um, to get their business um, sorted out. And, and people that wake up before everyone else tend to be more successful. So that's what the 5 a.m. rule is, essentially. So she says, you need to wake up at 5 a.m. to take cold showers, bro. It's what rich people do. Trust me. To me, it's pushing a narrative that wealthy people are so different from everyone. And it's because they take cold showers. Wake up at 5 a.m. and cut everyone off to focus for six months. They can afford to focus. We got to go to work. So it says, I don't know if that's not if I don't know. It's not my jam. I know you've heard these messages. I feel like this type of advice is just some mumble jump away of convincing you that the financially well off found secret life hacks you 
hacks you have to follow in order to be an efficient entrepreneur. And if you don't do these things, you won't reach success. I get what she's saying. What she's saying is success is not a one size fit all. And you have to do what works for you. And it's great to have this advice and it's great to do this research, but you have to find a way for these type of things to be tailored fit into your life. And so she says the only way to reach your most ambitious goals is to consistently focus on the right next step. Truth is, wealthy people just aren't that different from you. The only real stuff they do differently boils down to three things. They're not afraid to look stupid, so they take action when others only think about taking actions. They're continually learning, and they are consistent AF. And that is true. You you get success by being consistent and persistent. It doesn't matter what time you wake up in the morning. Um, instead of focusing on advice that may not fit your lifestyle or makes you or make you get the ick, Focus instead of what you want to do with each and every day of your life. That's worthwhile. And I do love that. And there are some people that focus great in the morning. I have a friend. She's a morning person. She wakes up with the birds and, and the bees and, and she just be super happy. And then you have some that that kind of focus and work better at night, you know, or you got those people that can work in the middle of the day, which I applaud them because there's so many distractions in the middle of the day, but yet they are able to just conquer the world. So it's all success. Success is for everyone. You just have to find that mode um, for what works for you. So um, I thought, I thought that was a good sunshine. Now let's get into our next segment, which is Kiwi so i don't know if you remember the conversation where we talked about um people or celebrities saying that they don't take showers every day and when is the good time to take a shower and this and that i forget what episode i had that on this is why i put chapters on my videos now but the new thing that i came across was courtesy of the jasmine brand was they were having a heated debate about how often you should wash your clothes. My question to you is, how often do you think you should wash your clothes? And why you think on that? Let's just get into the segment of uh, the Today Show. That's oh, where the segment Oh, so now we've got our clothes. We're, here's a question. Mm -hmm. This should be interesting. I know. We talked about this already. I'm ready. <laughs> how often do you wear your clothes before washing them? What do you mean, how often? So, like, do you wear jeans multiple times? And I say yes. Jeans are different. I wear jeans yeah. a couple jeans of times. Jeans you can wear a few times. Please. I even have the kids wearing their jeans a couple of times if they don't like Yeah, because otherwise it's a waste. Okay, how, about, how about pajamas? Mm. I shower at night, so I'll wear my pajamas for, like, three nights before I switch into three the Three nights? I shower at night. I'm wearing clean But after you take a shower, you're still rolling around in those jammies. Do you get all your dead skin cells? The average person perspires a cup of sweat every night. At night? At night. I smell them and they smell like the soap from the night before. That's, oh, that's <laughs> well, I think it also depends on how much you sweat. And, and you sweat. No, I don't. Always cold. <laughs> My hands are ice cold right now. Well, that's because it's what's what's in your veins is ice cold. <laughs> What about? I'm joking. It's a joke. I know it's a joke. You are warm-hearted. So basically, um, the women were like, "Yes, I wear my pajamas and I wear my jeans several times a night," and the men are just like, "Ew, no, no." Now you're trying to tell me they change their pajamas every night? Come on! I think this was just for TV. I think they was doing the most 
people sleep in their pajamas at least two or three times a night because you don't you take a shower and you put your pajamas on. Now I get you may sweat at night, but I don't see I don't see everyone changing their pajamas every night. Maybe every other night or every two nights. But every night, I don't see people changing their pajamas. I just don't. In that case, what about people who don't wear pajamas at all? And you sleep naked. So if you do sweat a cup a night, like they say, you're not, you're not changing your sheets every day and washing your sheets every day. So why would you change your pajamas every day? It's the same body sweat. But anyway, so I was just wondering what were your thoughts on that? How often do you wash your clothes? I thought that was I thought that was um, interesting. Yet I felt like they was they was doing a little too much, a little too much. Speaking of a little too much, courtesy of the shade room, I wanted to pass by this, but I just, I just, I just couldn't because what? So this is a self-confessed trophy husband. He opens up about having three wives. They work while I stay home, he says. He says, um, Wayman Room is getting into this. Nick Davis refers to himself as a trophy husband after revealing that he has three wives and he don't work. The father of two explains that he doesn't have a job because the king doesn't move around much while the queens have all the power. Although Nick is over there living it up as a king, his wives have full-time jobs. According to the New York Post, Nick met his first wife in April in college 15 years ago. The couple welcomed Jennifer into their marriage nine years later after April introduced Jennifer to her husband, thinking she would be a good fit for the family. Danielle joined the threesome last year after meeting on a show about polygamy. Having three wives, knowing that we're all solidified our union and brought it together like we have, it's just unbelievable. I just feel like I'm just living a dream come true. That is probably because you are living a dream come true. You don't have to work at all. You just get, and, and I'm wondering if you're a trophy husband, I wonder if he has the responsibilities of cleaning, if he has the responsibilities of cooking. I'm wondering what this arrangement is because trophy wives technically do nothing. They're just, they're just good looking. So I'm like, so they work and then they come home and they figure out the household too. Ah, to each his own. But I thought that was a key because I'm just like, that ain't, that can't be nothing but a key. That's that's just that's just how I feel about it. <laughs> All right. And so our last um keyword read is um courtesy of the neighborhood talk. And it says the hell Pennsylvania man celebrates 57 years with wife despite her trying to kill him five times and says he still has a bullet in his head. Don't let it happen again, she says. <sighs> so they said that we've been together, that we had. What he says, we've been blessed that we had together all these years. There was one time when we had some rough times. Tony Toto said while describing his marriage to Francis, he's referring to a time in 1983 when little old Francis tried to get his head knocked off. Not once, not twice, but five times. Those attempts include blowing up his car and attacking him with a baseball bat. Let me find out Francis was spicy. But one event stands out to Tony the most. Tony had cheated on Francis, so she put a bottle of sleeping pills in her husband's food and then hired a hitman to shoot him. Twice, one in the back of my head, and then the bullet went right through the chest. He explained. He says he didn't feel anything because of the pills. The one in his head is still there. I don't think I was thinking straight. It was like a love-hate kind of thing, Francis said. 
Damn right you want thinking right. <laughs> Police arrested Francis and her accomplices, but as soon as Tony recovered, he bailed her out. And then we both cried and we said to each other, from now on, let's talk. Let's let's communicate better. Something that we should have done before. So that's what was missing. Did I forgive? Yes. Nothing happened to me. It's okay. Don't do it again. Take it easy, he said. She spent four years in prison, but 57 being his boo. Wow. She put a hit out on him. He got a bullet in his head and they still together. Huh? Or either, or was it out of fear? I'm wondering, it could be one or the other, but um, happy anniversary. <laughs> so I thought that was, uh, I thought that was um, super, super interesting. So before we get into our next segment, which, uh, which is what's the 411, let me hit you with another ad. know your why why the power my reason is because i need this um i need to have a weekend where i can learn something i can be refilled i can be um healed of like different trauma i've experienced i can talk to licensed therapists all included in this price And then I can go to a show, a comedy show. I can have delicious food. It's, it's everything I love wrapped up in one weekend for one tiny price. And I, it's like all of my favorite things together that I'm sharing with other people. So it's like, what do I love? I love poetry. I love art. I love music. I love healing. I love therapy. Um, I love God. And all the things um, that bring me joy and bring me healing and refill me when I'm empty, I'm putting them all together in a specially curated package uh, so I could give it to the Black women in the Chicagoland area and beyond. Yes, be there or be square. It is a weekend of women empowerment. As you saw, it is a lot going on. I will be there. If you are in the Chicagoland area or surrounding Chicagoland area, this will take place um, at close to the McCormick Place from March 10th to the 12th. Get into it. I've also put the link in the comments if you want to just check check out the tickets and check out the event even more right now power her is offering an installment plan where you can pay 50 now and pay the other 50 by march 3rd so make sure that you get into a new support and i hope to see you there i really really do i really do okay let's get into what's the 411 all right so What's the 411 is just all about what's going on. And it was some pretty um interesting stuff going on. And we'll just try to briefly get through it so we can get to the topic. But um, yeah, I don't know what Biden is on, but this is what he said. Humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter. Everything he's saying. And don't for much needed humanitarian assistance as well as food water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. 
<clears throat> it's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. It's also going to provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe and to deliver much needed. So I'm just going to go off what this is Brooklyn Jones said, because I totally agree with that. She says, yeah, what about the people in this country? So many people in this country need help. Also, when black and brown immigrants need refuge, they're not treated as nicely. So she's upset about that. But here is here is something presently happening, happening where it's almost March and people haven't even received their refunds yet. Or there are people that have like dependents and they or they're and they're not getting as much as they normally get or they have to pay taxes even when they don't gross a lot within a year. So it's a lot of weird things going on with America with our taxes. However, now we're being told that our taxes will go towards Ukraine when they're when people are still unemployed here and people are still haven't fully um, recuperated from COVID. So a lot of people are not feeling this at all. Like where does where is the saying like charity begins at home? And so a lot of people are just like, what? So um, that's kind of where I'm at with that too. Like, what? I don't, I don't know how. I don't think I understand. I'll just leave it at that. I just don't think I understand that at all. So another shocking news, like we, is LL Cool J has a son. It came out of nowhere. Like a couple of weeks ago, there was someone who alleged to be Aaliyah and R. Kelly's daughter, and and a lot of people didn't believe that, but a lot of people are believing this one. Um, and so let's hear what he has to say. Curious for me to be able to talk about this now. They look like they really do. But a lot of people say they're allowed to go public since probably around COVID. They wanted to silence me. Ever since my mother really told me the truth, I feel like it should be public. You know, I need to just get this off my chest. I want to give thanks to you too, man. James Ty Smith. That's what I know him as. Father, great man. But many of you probably know him as LL Cool J blocked me from all social medias. I tried to take trips to see him, you know, him, his beautiful wife, siblings, brothers and sisters. I never knew why I wanted to make music, why I wanted to... It takes a lot of courage for me to be able to make music, why I wanted to be an actor, why I wanted to be these things. Turns out my father is LL Cool J. I'm blessed. Does I'm he thankful. Know? He'll send me I mean, money every do, now and then, probably 200 a month. Like. But it ain't about the money. Bless me with the charm, the ladies, charisma. I really didn't want to take it here and have the blogs blow it up or nothing like that. I just, since he blocked my number, I haven't heard much from him. I feel like this is how I'll be able to reach out to him. That's my truths. Okay, so that is his truth. So he's still being like amical about it. Like, you know, I can't wait to finally meet, meet you pops, you know, locked in for life. So I don't know if a paternity test, um, he says El Cujo is facing a paternity claim after man is alleging to be his biological son, has spoken out. Like he still seems to be really, um, really nice about it. Like he's still open to talk to him, but then there were people in the comments saying people look like people all the time and that's not their biological child or whatever. I just kind of feel, I think a lot, there are, I'm not saying this is the case of El Kuja because I don't know, but there are people that know that they, they, like they have children reaching out to them and they just ignore them. And it's just like, 
give them give them a chance like get a test see if that is because that's not fair to a kid you know you've already abandoned them for majority of their life and because it may be an embarrassment to you or you know or a shocker to the world in this case you know just not talk to him at all and i just don't think you should do a person like that i think that he should be given the benefit of the doubt so um hopefully you know they get a paternity test so we can really figure out like you know he can figure out it's not on us if he can figure out if that's his son or not so yeah so this <laughs> i wasn't gonna get into this because this is really problematic but this is the last thing of us to follow one and i felt like i just I, I i could like i was trying to get around it but it was too many things online about this chris brown has been flooding social media it was even a fight that broke out between like natalie nung and tommy lee over but anyway that's not what we're talking about today so this is this is how my week started off like last week where chloe bailey has um announced that she is doing she did a feature with chris brown in the comments no one was feeling this no one was feeling this so this is not new news this is the bad part about going on once a week but nobody was feeling it nobody was feeling it and so in the comments people are like what they was like, uh, then they're like, some people was like, they felt it. Some people were all for it. And then people were like, uh, problem. You know, they say comments didn't pass the vibe check. A man who admits to his mistakes should be allowed to grow. So people was taken up for him or whatever. Um, you know, but, but a lot of people wasn't feeling this. And a lot of people said that she was desperate and she was this. But Chris Brown does have a lot of notoriety in the music. Like, that's when it comes to the question of separating the man from what he's done in the past. And so Chris Brown doesn't really talk um, publicly about what happened between, you know, him and Rihanna years ago. However, uh, I wished, I really wish that uh the quiet bear was around when he decided to do to post this and before we get into that if you're not if you're not familiar with the quiet bear let me just show you the quiet bear shut up quiet don't knock so loud there's one thing i hate and that's noise awesome. <laughs> So I wish that the quiet there would have just been like, quiet, Chris Brown, don't do it, don't do it, reconsider, but no one did. So he takes to, what is this, Twitter, I don't even know what he did it, but he says, Chris Brown says, uh, courtesy of the Melanin Shane Room, Chris Brown says he doesn't understand how people still hate him for a mistake he made when he was 17 years old but will let Blueface and Krishan Rock's abusive relationship slide because it's entertainment. I get his point, but my thing is, it's two wrongs. It doesn't make a right. And is he really getting, well, he's getting away with it in the public, but you you pay for what you put out in the world. And so he, he kept going. This is what he says. If y'all still hate me for a mistake I made as a 17-year-old, please kiss my whole entire A. 17 does not go against what you've done you know what i'm saying and it says he's 33 he's 33 years old i'm tired of y'all running with this narrative y'all weird you know as the same ones that tune in every week to see Blueface and Krishan beat each other in front of the world but that's okay it's entertainment you know and then he's he's really mad he said where are the cancer culture when these white artists that date underage women beat their wives 
and giving people, you know, diseases. Oh, that's right. They are your buddies. No more fake love for me. Stay out of my way or get ran over. Simple as that. None of you, and I mean none of you, can mess with me. So then he proceeded to show pictures of people that allegedly have done what he said. And so a lot of people just thought this was a poor taste. And then they start pulling up like past things of like uh Krishan, not Krishan Rock, of a uh, Karuchi, like you did this again, and then you did this and you did that. I just feel like by him saying something, it just kind of um just pulled the rug over things that were kind of under the rug and it was just kind of like like what was your point in doing that you pointing at somebody and saying oh well um they're doing this and they're not getting reprimanded for it that doesn't make your act less egregious it doesn't you know what i'm saying and i do think that the Krishan and blue face debacle is exactly that a debacle but i still don't think that it, I don't think any of it is okay. You know, like, I just don't think any of it is okay. So, not only does, you know, he do, do this rant, Blueface took to, um, took to, to whatever he was on, and he had a response to it, which was so arrogant to me, but we're going to talk, we're going to get into it anyway. Yeah, beat the Yaki. What's happening? Cause look, check it out. I understand the frustration, fool. You know, for me being in the situation. You're so arrogant. I'm not even going to trip on you because the message you're trying to send is way off. I get it. You know, it's funny. I hit her back. It's funny, so I totally get it. That would be the most irritating thing ever. Who is that you got to play the cards that you was dealt. <clears throat> you want some but they did it too. Why aren't you guys telling them anything? And it's like, bro, life don't work like that, man. You know, if we all go do a crime together, we're not all gonna get the same time together. You hear me? You might get the most amount of time. We might not all say nothing, but we all went and did the crime, so we gotta take the time, you hear me? You want some, you guys are gonna give me the most time, but they did it too, like judge, sentence. So I just feel like he thought he ate and he thought he read, but you're 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 just egregious, you know, because you're doing it constantly. And just because this is entertainment now and it's cute, a baby is about to be in this. There's already a baby with him, but now they're gonna have a kid together, and it's just tumultuous. It's just it's just crazy. So the gist of it is two wrongs don't make a right. I just feel like by Chris Brown bringing it back up. I don't think that helped the situation at all. Like, I don't. Like, I feel like it made it worse. And then you got this dude over here co-signing, well, you know, just because you do the crime that, ah, everybody shut up. Just everybody shut up. Stick to the music. Stick to the music, Chris. Stick to the music. Don't draw attention. Don't draw attention. Huh. All right. Well, before we get into the main topic, we're going to get into one of our sponsors with BetterHelp. I'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. 
you have the option of talking with a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific need, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid, and I took that leap to talk with someone to later learn that it was going to be okay and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced better health therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K. That's betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K because you deserve it. Okay, okay. That is our sponsor. If you want to get 10% off the first month, you go to www.betterhelp.com backslash B-Y-O-K. All right. So now it is time for our topic. Hey, lovelies. Now it's time for the topic of the night. Okay, the topic of the night is talk your higher self. What is the version of your higher self? So I was minding my business and I was trying to figure out like how will we end? Because this is the last, this is the last uh Wednesday of February. So this ends love month theme, but we're still gonna go into other stuff in March, which kind of just is a continuation of self-love. But I read this um and I thought this was a great start starting for the topic. Um, courtesy of the Happiness Project UK on, on Instagram. And she says, I just saw some dude on TikTok say, if the voice in your own head tells you that you suck, I desperately need you to know that someone put that voice in your head and I just needed to share that. And with and with that statement, I wanted to pose the question, are all of your grievances yours? Like all the things that you think in your head, all the self-defeating thoughts, all of the I can't, is that all yours or is that something that was planted in your head years ago and you just started to believe it or hearing it over and over again even one of the comments the lady said i hear my maternal grandmother saying that i am not good enough all the time even at 69 i still hear that and i feel like a good way of knowing if this is how you feel about yourself or if this is just something that somebody told you about yourself is to see where it came from, where this, where did this stem from, you know, and heal from that, and heal from that. And I've also learned that having a rebuttal to things like that um, also helps. Like when you're thinking, like, well, I'm alone, and you're like, no, I'm not. I'm loved, or no one cares about you. No, there are people out there that really care for me. And you might be wondering, what does this have to do with my higher self? Well, how can you even picture a better version or the person that you want to be in the future? if you're beating up the person in the present. So I think it's important to sort out and heal from those grievances and, and heal from those self-defeating, self-defeating stuff, self-talk and stuff like that before even getting on tapping into the subject of um, becoming your higher self. So I thought that that was um, pretty insightful. So I wanted to share that. And so I also want to share this video 
um, about confidence. And so this is courtesy of the Wizard Liz. And I love her on YouTube. She's just straight into the point, and I love this. And so we're going to get into um, a couple of minutes of what she has to say, and then we'll piggyback off of that. Always come to me and be like, Liz, I'm not confident. I'm not confident. I don't feel confident in who I am, whatever. Why should you be confident? No, tell me. Why should you be confident? How does your life look? Because most of you guys do not care about the things you eat. You guys watch reality shows for fun. Um, you guys never read a book. You guys have no skills. Um, never leave your house. Never do anything to get yourself uncomfortable. And then you want to be, you want to complain about, oh, I'm not confident. Of course, you're not confident. You haven't developed anything. You don't even know yourself. How can you be confident in something if you don't know what it is? You know? I love what she said. So how can you be confident with self if you don't even know what what who you are? Or if you don't even or if you don't even like sharpen tools, or if you don't even know what direction you're going on? Like how can you even start with self-confidence if you if you're unsure of the subject? So let's keep going. You know, if we look at the biggest athletes, if we look at footballers. They are so confident in how they play and whatever they do. Why? Because they show up every day. They train and they know that what they're doing is the best that they can because they have trained their whole life where they have developed whole skill. These people have discipline. These people do not think about, uh, I feel like it or I don't feel like it. No, how you feel does not make you become a whole professional footballer, does not make you become an athlete, does not make you become a successful business manager, whatever. You want to be confident, your feelings should be off. So feelings over facts is what she's saying. She's not eliminating, you know, um, feeling like feeling, allowing yourself to feel how you feel. But what she's saying is sometimes your action have to trump how you're feeling. If we always not feeling like doing something, say for instance, for working out if you if you don't feel like uh exercising if you don't feel like doing such and such if you always um like working off your feelings then you may not get much done so sometimes we have to jump over our feelings and do what's comfortable to what's do what's uncomfortable to get to where we're trying to get to and let me let me just put out there any any way you're trying to get to it is going to be uncomfortable because you're pushing yourself because you're you you naturally don't want to do these things and you naturally don't want to be uncomfortable which makes sense it's not about your feelings listen you don't feel like going to the gym who feels like going to the gym oh she's saying no, there, listen there's some people they actually enjoy going to the gym right um i don't I don't enjoy going to the gym, but afterwards, words, I feel like a million bucks. I walk out of the gym. I'm like, yeah, I did that. And I feel so confident about myself because I do things without thinking about them now. Those I wake habits. up in the morning. It's automatic. I go to yoga. I go to the gym. That's it. Afterwards, I feel amazing because I push myself to do things. I push myself. I push myself. And then every time I create a new limit for myself. And then I'm like, yeah, Liz, you can do more. You can do more. Get. So what is she saying? Get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Push yourself past what you feel is your limit. Because really, it, we're, we're, we, we could go further than what we push ourselves. We are, I'll say our limit. We're limitless. 
and what we want to do, especially once you get your mind like set, like I'm going to do this. And I feel like sometimes if we're waiting on our mind to get started, yeah, that that, that might be a, an epic fail from the start. Sometimes, like she said, go go beyond your feelings. If I want to be an author and, oh, I don't feel like right, let me just write some notes for the day. And then maybe these notes will come into, you know, become a chapter. Then this chapter come into several chapters and I look up and I have a full book. But I made myself sit there, stop watching TV, getting, getting focused on what I want to do. And that is how we're going to transition into your higher self. So... I feel like the um, concept of your higher self is a goal, like your goal. Like, what is your what is your goal in life? What what is that thing that you want to to master or to be? And what am I gonna do today? What step am I taking today to be closer to where I want to be tomorrow? For instance, I'm live today because I want to grow my platform. I want to grow visibility. But today I may have a small platform, but if I keep being consistent with my content and consistent with my message, over time, I will reach my goal. But if I don't feel like going live today and I actually go off my feelings and be like, I'm not going live, I don't feel like it. How is that helping my future self? And so I do things even when I am uncomfortable. And that that is what I wanted to get in because I feel like we have to first go there before we start talking about, oh, well, I see myself doing this, but what are you doing today? Just a little thing that you do today can build up. Like if you start something today, even if you haven't reached it in six months, you'll be so much closer to it six months if you start today than if you didn't. And I know that sounds simple, but that's that's actually how it is. So what are you doing that is uncomfortable and what steps are you taking to get to that higher self that you are um, wishing to be? And so that goes into the question of what is the higher version of yourself? Where do you see yourself in the next six months? Where are you trying to go in the next year? In the next five years, what are you doing to prepare for your future self? And that's what your higher self means. It doesn't mean that you're a better you, a new you, none of that. It's it's an enhanced you. What are you working towards? Basically, is the, the concept of a higher self. And so, of course, you know, I found an article on it. Um, I didn't want to write an article on it because I wanted to, to talk about some, like have an article that I already was talking about it. And so courtesy of um, Ashley Rachel coaching, she was doing a little advertisement, but I love what she said. So, so she's, so the question is, what actually is your higher self? Your higher self is that future version of you that you're working towards. It's important to remember that she isn't separate from you, but she is the most evolved, authentic version of who you truly are. So each day we are working into our purpose. We are working more into what we're supposed to do, into our destiny, into our fate, right? I definitely recommend journaling on these questions if you can. I think you'll experience some powerful breakthroughs if you do. So she says she recommends starting out general and then getting specific if you can. Um, one of the things is just a simple thing of, I want to be healthy. Okay, healthy how? Do you want to be healthy in your mental? Do you want to be healthy physically? Do you want to be healthy mentally? Do you want to be healthy so that you can you can um, be an example for your children or be an example for your family? Do you want to be wealthy to leave generational wealth to your, to your kids so they don't have to work as hard as you did? What is your why, basically? What is your why when you are 
thinking about or creating this higher version of yourself. So number one, it says, what does my higher self do on a daily basis? What are her habits? So if you're working towards, you know, feeling good, um, either mentally, spiritually, or physically, I've read somewhere that exercise helps with all of that. Who knew? You know, it's it exercise gives you endorphins. Exercise actually corrects your posture. What are you doing when you wake up in the morning? Does you do you start with a list of gratitude? Do you start with prayer, or do you just hop up, get dressed, and go to work before you even you know set your mind? Just like I've um I read somewhere also that before you eat any, when you get up in the morning, you ought to drink a, a glass of water. Why? To get your body going, to get your body going. Just like when you start the car, all the liquids got to go through, <laughs> go through the car for it to operate, you know, properly. That's how we should do with our mind, body and soul when we wake up, just hopping up and going and getting in the shower and not prepping and not, not prepping for your day, not meditating or whatever. You don't know what is ahead on this day. You want to be ready for it. You want to at least be centered and focused on it. So it's very important how you wake up. It's very important how the routine and the daily um, steps that you take each day that also helps you to stay focused on your goal, to keep you pumped up mentally and spiritually and physically. And so the next question is, what kind of thoughts does she think on a daily basis? That's those affirmations. You know, we talked about affirmations. We talk about affirmations a lot, actually, but... What do you say to yourself when you look in the mirror? Is it is it positive self-talk? Or when you're when something happens, is it automatically your fault? Or is life just horrible? Or is it negative? Or do you start with a negative and end with a positive? I'm, I was I was giving the challenge of sandwiching my sentences. So even if I started with the negative, I have to always end with the positive. So man. Nobody did it not. And it's like, no, that's not true. I am loved or, or no, you know, this, this moment made the day bad, but this is, I mean, made this moment bad, but I don't have a bad day. This day is pretty actually decent. You know what I'm saying? How do I, how, do, what are the things that I speak in my life? Do I speak life into my life or do I speak death into my life? It is very important. The words that you, words are power. Words are power excuse me, yes, it's good to say yay queen to somebody else and yay king to somebody else. But what are you saying to, to yourself? What is your self-talk? And, and how does that make you feel? about? How do you make you feel, basically? You know, um, the third question is, how does she feel about herself? Does she talk badly about herself to other people? So if somebody's saying, oh, your hair is cute today, girl, this, that, or is it just, thank you. Thank you very much. And I do look good today. My hair is shining today. I am having a good day today. It's nothing wrong with saying you look good. It's nothing wrong with saying you're smart, confident, capable, none of that stuff. Especially, I mean, if no, if, if no one's going to say it, you definitely need to say it about you. So once again, it's important what you say to yourself, you know, or does she celebrate for who she is? That's where confidence come in. So now we're, we're, we're moving forward where we know who we are. We know what we about. We're unshakable. And now we're confident in who we are. And this, 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 that's how all of that is related. So number four, what do her relationships with others look like? What kind of boundaries does she set in her life? Does she allow others to disrespect her? disrespect her? Does she have poor boundaries? Does she speak up for herself in her relationships? Does she say yes to other people 
even when she wants to say no or does she set or does she create clear boundaries exude confidence demand respect and have healthy relationships so if you're working towards respect if you're working towards people treating you how you want to be treated you have to stand firm on your boundaries are you standing firm on your boundaries because at first especially with people you that's been in your life forever they're gonna buck against they're gonna have tantrums because they're not used to that they're not used to that it's uncomfortable you know i don't want to do sad things i want to treat you like i've been treating you but if you stay consistent with those boundaries if they want to be in your life and if they want to stay in position they're gonna to have to follow suit because if not you're not gonna you're not you don't play about you anymore so either you're gonna you're gonna stick to the boundary or you're gonna bounce out you know what i'm saying and you can be you you just not gonna be that you with me because i don't play about me so that's uh that's where i'm at with that one <laughs> Number five, what does she deeply believe in? What are those core values she holds about herself and the world? Does she believe that the world is a dark place and the universe wants her to fail? Or does she believe bad things always happen to her? Or does she believe that she's always on the right path, that things are constantly working out for her, and that there are beautiful things coming for her in the future? I want to say there is awesome things coming to, coming in the future. I said it last week and I'll say it again. This is the year where your blessings are waiting for you. All of that work, all of that toiling, all of those tears, all of that, that whatever is, is you going to like re receive the fruits of your labor, basically. You're going to receive the fruits of your labor. You know what I'm saying? And the blessings are waiting right there. All you have to do is open the door and just and just let them flood in. Just let them flood in. Like I speak that, I speak that positivity in your life. You know, all is for not. All is not void. All is not in vain. This is reaping. This is the reaping year. So grab it. Grab it. Grab it. This just hold your hands out. You walk down. Anything you do will prosper. You know, if you have been putting in the work, that's that's just what it is. And you say that to yourself every day in the repetition, you'll start to believe that you start to believe it because it's true. Just because you don't believe it don't mean it's not true. It's just a change of a mindset, you know. And so the last thing is what to do with the answers to these questions. Well, this is when they're advertising. So basically, you ask yourself these questions and you sit and you really take note on that. And like they said earlier, they can be they, they'll start off general. But then they'll get more specific with time. With time, as you get more specific with you, then <laughs> then your higher self will get more specific. Then you'll start to visualize certain things coming to fruition, and you'll realize that things that seemed intangible are not that intangible. They're they're right there, just waiting on you, waiting on you to change your perspective, waiting on you to love yourself waiting on you to validate yourself like i always say you're you're the person that you've been waiting for so so yeah so um that's that's it so when i when i say this like now that i've asked these questions like what do you think is your version is the higher version of yourself and if you want wherever you're at just put something in the comments like and like what do you think is the higher version of yourself what are you doing today what are you thinking about of thinking how do you think about yourself today what are you doing every day that's going to pour into who you would like to be in the future so um as we are wrapping up i did wonder if there was a such thing as a lower self just because i was curious 
and um, courtesy of HerselfYoga.org, is there a lower self? There is no lower self in the same way there is a higher, there is no lower self in the same way there is a higher self. But we all have lower personality characteristics for that simplicity we refer to collectively as lower self. Some lower characteristics include many fear responses, such as greed and jealousy, among many others, all of which cause us to react to the world in an unconstructive and harmful ways. Most lower resp responses originate from the fear center in our brain, which drives the re these responses to, to the perceived fear stimuli. Basically, fear will stop you anytime. Fear will stop you anytime. And we know that, well, I feel that fear is nothing but feelings. Fear is nothing but feelings and anxiety and emotions because you're you're shaking over something that you think <laughs> may happen or that you think may reoccur. You know, so anything with fear is is just is to me is an imagination. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I think I said this in a um in one of my uh, podcast podcast episodes is when I see things in my mind that is a rock or a boulder or something that's like a stumbling block. I then imagine it being something that I could just walk through because this rock and this stumbling block in my head isn't real. This is a rock that I, this is not a physical rock. This is a metaphorical rock that I have created in my head. It's not real. So if I, if I think real hard and I walk right through it, by the time I didn't walk through this meta, metaphorical rock, I didn't did it. I didn't did it scared. I didn't did it scared. And after I've done it scared, I have the evidence, hey, of what actually happened. And so me sitting there worried about it and, and shaking about it, it is it's flushed down the toilet because I already know what's going to happen because I did it. So they're saying responses like greed, lust for power or money are some of the more common fear-driven examples that cloud our judgment, preventing us from reaching our spiritual potential and higher states of consciousness. These fears and spiritual harm caused by such low emotions um, are described as um, hell, the sea of pain, and learning to move out of hell. Okay. A word of caution, though. One must never close the door to unresolved fears and lower emotions. No matter how hard you try to ignore or repress them, they always rear their ugly head when least expected. Once you realize what your fear-driven emotions are, you can choose to stop yourself from acting on them. And that's what's called... Um, Choosing your thoughts. I can't think of the name right now, but that's that's what choosing your thoughts. You don't have to entertain every thought that comes to your mind. Just like you don't have to entertain anything that comes in your life. You don't have to entertain everything that comes in your life. You you can choose what you want to think. You can properly organize thoughts and things and people that that just aren't serving you. You can discard them or you can properly shelve them, you know. Um, once you realize what your fear-driven emotions are, you can choose to stop them, stop yourself from acting on them. And by this action, you are on your way to transforming these lower tendencies at a deeper psycholog psychological and spiritual level. By doing this, you create space for the positive energies of your higher self to come in. So once you've healed and once you realized your self-worth and self-validated, that leaves you room to, to think on the things that you are supposed to think on, to focus on the things that you're supposed to focus on and to set those boundaries and to set that daily routine and to start that book and to start that business and whatever you're trying to do, it leaves room for you to be focused and one step closer to being the higher version that you have visualized for yourself. And it's individual, right? Because my higher self is not like your higher self. 
you know, and vice versa. It's an individual walk, very individual walk. So um, just think on that. I thought that this was a really, really um, insightful topic because I always hear about that. And so I did a little bit of research to try to figure out like, what exactly is that? You know what I'm saying? So um, what are your thoughts on it? Please leave some uh, comments. Let me know what you think. Um, and wherever you're at, be sure to follow me. <laughs> um, I am here every Wednesday at 10 20 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 20 Central Time, streaming from www.fluentradio.com on YouTube and on Facebook. So I'm super excited about you know going live. I always wondered if I should just go live a little bit more, even when I'm not, you know, streaming on these things. So I'm thinking about it, but I'm like, what would I talk about? I guess whatever I want to, right? So before we um, end it, I'm going to play um, another commercial by Power Her Conference that will be held um, in the Chicagoland area on March 10th through March 12th. And I'll be right back. reason is because I need this. Um, I need to have a weekend where I can learn something. I can be refilled. I can be um, healed of like different trauma I've experienced. I can talk to licensed therapists, all included in this price. And then I can go to a show, a comedy show. I can have delicious food. It's, it's everything I love wrapped up in one weekend for one tiny price. And I, it's like all of my favorite things together that I'm sharing with other people. So it's like, what do I love? I love poetry. I love art. I love music. I love healing. I love therapy. Um, I love God. And all the things um, that bring me joy and bring me healing and refill me when I'm empty, I'm putting them all together in a specially curated package uh, so I could give it to the Black women in the Chicagoland area and beyond. So be sure, be sure to beat me there from March 10th to March 12th um, at the Power Her Conference. It's going to be galas. It's going to be panelists. It's going to be a comedy show. It's going to be a pajama party, a paint and sip, just a weekend of women just kicking it, you know, like, and empowering each other and healing, like, just... Just a just a load of party, just something that's needed, needed to just recharge and regroup. So hopefully I see you there. And then I have one more um commercial and then we're we're gonna head out. So our upcoming, our first in-person event is the Bake and Bond. It will be at a black-owned bakery um in Calumet Park. Um, it's called Cooking with Curves. The class will include baking materials, baking demonstration, and lots and lots of laughs. It is $25 for tickets to cover your materials that you will be cooking with. So I hope to see you guys there. If you are in the Illinois, um, Gary, Maryville, um, Chicago area, I think that covered a lot. I would love for you to come out, to come out and just bake and bond with us. Yes. 
Yes, so this is the BYOK first official event. It's a baking bond. It's basically what that is. We're going to be baking and we're going to be bonding. So if you like baking, go to www.beyourownkind.com. It's in Calumet Park. So if you're in the Illinois slash Indiana area, I would love to see you come out. And when is it? It is this Friday. So it's in two days. So um, I'll be there, and I, I hope to see you guys there. Um, this has just been an incredible show. Um, even as I was researching um, being my higher self, I wrote down some things, you know, about what I can do now that will help me be the person that I want to be in six months or a year, two years. So just think of, just think on them things, like what what are you working towards and what is your why why are you working towards that why are you is this really your passion are you doing something that you used to like and you're not sure that you like it anymore like these are things you can always reevaluate goals and and stuff throughout life nothing is permanent nothing nothing has to be stamped you know a career you liked last year you don't have to like that you don't even gotta like that the very next day you know what i'm saying so um the world is your oyster rockets you know what i'm saying so um we're dwindling down on the show i just want to thank everyone that viewed in tonight you could have been anywhere been doing anything but you decided to just hang out with your girl nita at byok please know there's never an inopportune time to be yourself and see you next week oh i'm still talking let's see uh outro